Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I'd like to welcome everybody to my podcast. I am your gracious host, Jupiter Nine. And in today's podcast, guys, I would like to talk about what's going on in the world, man. This world is getting crazier and crazier every day that we wake up. You know what I'm saying? Something wild and crazy has happened every time you turn on the news. Um, you know, I try not to watch the news, you know what I mean? I try not to watch too much TV because it's a lot of um social programming that goes on with the news. You dig what I'm saying? So I always try to get uh outside sources when it comes to the news from you know non sources that comes from, you know, like the typical news sources like Fox or CNN uh you know the typical news source you know what i mean like like i said i don't watch tv too much but you know um things are getting wild man things are getting wild and crazy um we definitely going to talk about the situation that happened in Kansas City um shout out to Kansas City man that's like my 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 second home you know what i mean i got a lot of family in Kansas City my grandpops you know what i mean he's from Kansas City you know what i'm saying so you know I got cousins and all that from Kansas City, great uncles from Kansas City. Um shout out to Kansas City, man. I used to, you know, visit Kansas City when I was young. Like we used to go every summer, you know what I mean? Um and um I liked it. You know what I'm saying? I liked it. I liked it a lot. Kansas City has a very big um there's two parts to Kansas City. You got the Missouri side and you got the other side of Kansas City. You know what I'm saying? Kansas City, Kansas and um you know my my people are from the um Kansas City, Kansas um side of um Kansas City, you know what I mean? And um I went there and I went to see the uh the, the Negro Hall of Fame, the baseball hall of fame, you know what I mean? Um that was dope, you know what I'm saying? I really enjoyed that. They have a big jazz scene in Kansas City. They got a lot of spots that play a lot of jazz and all that. I really like that as well. So, you know, I got roots in Kansas City, you know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? So um, like I said, um, when my great uh, grandmother passed away, we had to go visit her. No, not visit her when we went to her funeral in Kansas City years ago. We talking about the 90s, like mid 90s, late 90s, maybe. And, you know, met some family members and all that. You know what I'm saying? Also got a couple of family members in Ohio. You know what I mean? I got family in uh, um, Florida. You know what I'm saying? New York City, of course. Um definitely got um family in um um atlanta uh where else man um got some more family in upstate new york you know what i'm saying um um uh, um las vegas so my family's kind of kind of spread out you know what i mean but this is a tragic tragic story that happened to the young man um that was uh shot by a homeowner man so i'm just gonna get right into the story i'm also gonna go top um touch on some other um news stories that's going on but i would really do want to touch on this one first you know what i mean because this is a very tragic story man that happened to the young man ralph um so i'm gonna read the article on what happened um and i'm just gonna give you my um synopsis on this man because this is this is this is terrible you know this is terrible this is just terrible you know um like i said when i try to cover these things i wait for all the information to come out before i even talk about this stuff you know what i mean so 
Um, so let's get into it, man. So this is from CNN. You know what I'm saying? Website. Um, the white homeowner accused of shooting a black teen who rang his doorbell doorbell turns himself in and is released on bail. So when I first heard this story, uh, I heard that charges weren't going to be um um charges weren't going to be there weren't going to be no charges against this guy at first you know what i'm saying so i was like whoa wait a minute you're not going to even try this in the, at, at trial or anything like you're not going to put any charges but he ended up turning himself in i guess that was you know i, I heard about this story on tiktok so my first my first impression of this story i'm like man that's crazy like why would he shoot some uh, kid that you know what i'm saying made a mistake and ring his doorbell you know uh so let's get into the story so so boom here we go so the 84 year old white man accused of shooting a black teenager who rang his bell his uh doorbell in kansas city turned himself in tuesday and was later released on bail authority says uh andrew lester who faces two felony charges assault in the first degree and armed criminal action in the in the April 13th shooting of Ralph Yarrell, Yarrell, I think I'm saying his name right. Sorry, will be arranged Wednesday afternoon, according to um, Yarrell um, family attorney Lee Merritt. CNN has reached out to prosecutors to confirm the information. Lester turned himself in at a uh, detention center uh, Tuesday. Then hours later was released on bail the conditions of his 200,000 bond prohibit him from having any type of weapon or cannot have direct or indirect contact with Yarl or his family according to Clay County Sheriff's Office spokesman Sarah Boyd uh, Ralph 16 was shot in the head and arm after he went to the wrong address to pick up his siblings he has been released from the hospital, but face faces an enormous road to recovery. Um, his family said, "Lester said Lester took had oh, excuse me. Lester has told police he and the team did not exchange words before he fired at him through the locked glass door." The booking photo of Andrew Lewis was taken after he turned himself into authorities Tuesday. Clay County, Missouri Sheriff's Office. Um, the criminal charges have brought a bit of comfort to Ralph's family, but long road lies ahead, both with Ralph's recovery and the quest for justice. His aunt Faith um, Spoolmore told CNN. Uh, it's not as simple as turning a page, Spoolmore said Tuesday. It's a little bit better that he is hopefully going to get part of what of he what of he deserves but questions remain over why lester was initially detained but released after a few hours uh the april 13th shooting i share the outrage and concern of many in asking why kansas city mayor quentin lucas told cnn in missouri you can have a 24-hour hold it is clear here that this was two to three hours where they questioned the suspect he was able to go back home that evening 
Um, Lester told um, police he fired immediately after answering the door when he saw Ralph pulling on the exterior door handle, according to the probable cause document detained by CNN. Lester thought Ralph was trying to break into his home and was scared to death due to the boy's size, according to the documents. Man, that's always the case when it comes to, you know, these situations will happen with the police or, you know, these shootings that happen that shouldn't happen. Then they always talking about, you know what I'm saying? They, they thought they was going to break in or they were scared for their life or somebody pulled a weapon on them. And nine times out of ten, that's not even the case, man. But we're going to continue on. This is just my opinion on this situation so far. Know what I mean? But we're going to continue on. Ralph Yarrow from Instagram. Officers responded just before 10 p.m. that night after receiving reports of a shooting. When they arrived, they found Ralph wounded in the street. The shooting left Ralph, who plays bass clarinet and hit and is a band leader in school with gunshot wounds to his head and arm. While he was hospitalized, Ralph told the police he didn't he did he did not pull on the door according to the document. It was nothing short of a miracle that Ralph was discharged from the hospital. His attorney Ben Crump. You know, something about Ben Crump I don't like. Every time there's a situation like this, this whole civil rights thing, you know what I'm saying? Here comes Ben Crump. Like he's the only lawyer that takes on these huge um profile cases. He's the only one that can do this. You know what I mean? I really don't like Ben Crump. It's just something about Ben Crump I don't like. Um told CNN on Monday, but he's not out of the woods yet. The shooting fueled protests in Kansas City and stirred memories of Trayvon Martin and Amari Avery, Amore Avery, young black males who were shot and killed by men who later claimed, yeah, they always claiming the self-defense thing, man. Know what I'm saying? If it was the other way around, you know, of a brother shot a Caucasian young man, I believe he would be under the jail by now. You know what I'm saying? And the police would have did something to take him down. That's just my opinion. You know what I mean? That's just my opinion. Cause he's always talking about they always talking about some self-defense crap. You know what I'm saying? And it's just like this kid is like 16 years old and he plays a clarinet. Like what could he possibly do to put fear in you? You know what I'm saying? He's not even that type of kid. You know what I'm saying? Looking at his picture and looking at his energy, that, that's not even the type of energy he gives off in his pictures, man. Like, you know what I'm saying? Demonstrators have um, marched through Kansas City chanting justice for Ralph and calling for the shooter's arrest. Uh, the shooting also came days before a 20-year-old woman was shot and killed in upstate New York after she and three others accidentally turned into the wrong driver. Yeah, man. I heard about this story about the young lady who was killed in upstate New York. Now, I mean, and it happened like exactly the same time this situation happened. Know what I'm saying? I'm just like, is this some type of uh, psyops or something like that? Or, you know, this is just strange how it's identical, almost identical in, in circumstances. Know what I'm saying? Only thing, the nationality of the people are different. Know what I'm saying? And I'm going to read her story right after this one. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's just strange how these two just coincide with each other at the same time. It's just weird. Know what I mean? Is it a coincidence? Know what I'm saying? I don't know. Or is it not a coincidence? I don't know. So while Ralph Attorney says the team never posts 
a threat to his shooter, it remains unclear whether Missouri stand your ground laws will be cited in Lester's defense case. You know what I'm saying? Um, stand your ground laws allow people to respond to threats or force without fear of criminal prosecution in any place where a person has the right to be. Ralph Aunt challenged the notion that her nephew's size could be uh, a threat. I really don't understand how Spoonmore said, I don't I doubt Ralph is even 170 pounds. Ralph is not even six feet tall. So that whole notion of him being scared of a, 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 a the young man's size, I don't believe it. You know what I'm saying? He's not even six feet tall. You know what I'm saying? It might be a possibility if he was like a, you know, one of those big, you know, 16-year-olds that was just big for his size, you know, six plus, six feet plus, almost 200 pounds. Then I could see his argument of talking about know what i'm saying um his size he was he was scared like you know what i mean but he's not even 170 pounds man he's not even six feet tall like come on man come on man that's the always the argument when they want to use deadly force ag against us you know what i'm saying there's always some type of they were scared or somebody pulled out a gun they were self-defense like that's always the case man it's always the case but she says she's on a mission to help get justice for her nephew I want justice. I want justice to look the same across the board. Um, Spoonwarn said, "I want justice to look the same." Facts. What happens to one should happen to all. You know what I'm saying? No matter who does the crime, no, it don't matter. You know what I'm saying? It should be all equal. If you do the crime, you do the time. I don't care what ethnicity you are. I don't know who you, I don't care who you down with. You know what I mean? If you do the crime, you do the time. And that's the way it's supposed to be. But, you know, cops get away with stuff like this all the time. Politicians get away with stuff like this all the time. You know what I'm saying? They're always doing this type of stuff and getting away with it. You know what I mean? It seems like it's, it's like a separate set of laws for certain groups of people. You know what I mean? Um, when they break the law, you know what I'm saying? Or they do stuff like this. It seemed like it's just a separate, separate, separate set of laws. You know what I mean? But this, this, this is this is a tragic story, and it's sad. And you know, I can't believe in you know these days and times we still dealing with this stuff. We still dealing with this type of things going on in America. You know what I'm saying? That's why. That's why a lot of people, you know, had enough with it. Like a lot of people, just like you know what, I had enough with this stuff in America, and they they leaving. You know what I'm saying? They leaving. They going to other places. You know what I'm saying? I'm seeing it all the time on the internet like people had enough you know what i mean it's gonna get to the point that you know there's no nobody's gonna be here everybody's gonna leave you know what i mean and then what america's gonna do america's gonna america's gonna crumble eventually because people are tired of this mess it is this this nonsense you know these laws only work for a particular group of people and you know and don't get it twisted caucasians out there you know um you know what I'm saying? Um, marching about this situation. A lot of Caucasians are tired of this stuff too. You know what I'm saying? Because when stuff like this happens, they get grouped into people perceive them to be these bad people who do these bad things. And they're tired of it too. They're trying to get labeled, you know, um, what comes with their their people, you know what I'm saying, doing horrendous things like this. You know what I'm saying? Because there's a lot of good people. And that's what all nationalities is good people and there's bad people. You know what I'm saying? There's 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 no um what I'm what's the word I'm looking for? There's no 
there's no such thing as just all bad people. I'm just going to say that. There's no such thing as all bad people. You got good and you got bad, but it just seemed like, you know, certain groups of people get labeled as just bad and that's it. You know what I mean? They're not looked at as anything else. You know what I'm saying? They're looked at as monsters and criminals and thugs and all this nonsense when that's not the case. You know what I'm saying? This this kid was playing a clarinet and he, you know, he, he looked like he was a bright kid. Looked like he got really good grades in school. Like he wasn't even about that type of life. You know what I'm saying? And he he and someone tried to take his life. Like for what reason? Just cause the kid rang the doorbell by mistake? You didn't even have to answer the door. You know what I mean? You didn't even have to answer the door. But I'm gonna continue on. The racial components in this case. The mayor said he believes Ralph was racially profiled by the shooter. This boy was shot because he was exiting while black, Lucas said. Clay County prosecution attorney Zachary Thomas said uh, there was a racial component in this case, but did not elaborate. On the night of the shooting, Lester was taken into custody and was released. Less than two hours later, two representatives at the Kansas City Police Department detained unit prevently previously told CNN. Lester was released because police recognized that more investigative work needed to be done, Thomas said. Uh, Attorney Dean Crump questioned why Lester was not detained longer. Nobody can tell us if the roles were reversed and you had a black man shot a white um, 16-year-old teen for merely ringing his doorbell that he would not be arrested. I mean, this citizen went home and slept in his bed at night after shooting that young black kid in the head, Crump told CNN. He merely rang the doorbell. That was it. The, the teen teenager attorney said, and the owner of the home shoots through the door, hitting him in the head and then shoot him the second time. The mayor said he did not even know the details of the, the case until several days after the shooting. Uh, and while he believes race played a role in the shooting he acknowledged that work uh, acknowledged the work by police including white officers who helped on um, prosecutors file charges against Lester um, we did have officers white officers for what is worth who did a lot of hard work to get this case filed to the prosecutors having charges filed shortly thereafter Lucas said that being said, to pretend that race is, is not a part of this whole situation would be to have your head in the sand. Um, how the shooting unfold. Before the shooting, Lester was lying down in bed when he heard the doorbell ring and picked up his 32 caliber, caliber, 32, um, caliber revolver. He told police, according to the um, probable cause statement. He then went to his home front entrance, which includes a inter interior door and a glass exterior door, both of which were locked. The police vehicle is seen on Monday outside of the shot. Lester opened the interior door and saw a black male approximately six feet tall pulling on the exterior storm door handle, Lester told police. He stated he believed someone was attempting to break into his house and shot twice within a few seconds of opening the door. The probable cause statement reads, 
he believes he was protecting himself from a physical confrontation and he could not take could not take the chance of the mail coming in documents reads Lester said he immediately called 911 after the shooting according to the documents um, protesters march Sunday in Kansas City you know what I'm saying as you can see Caucasians are marching right along with everybody else you know what I mean I see everybody out there. You know what I'm saying? Like, everybody's sick of this mess, man. I see every nationality out there, not just, you know, so-called black people. I see everybody out there. You know what I mean? People are sick and tired of the same old same. And what is enough is enough. Like, people are tired. I mean, like, come on, man. Police spoke with Ralph while he was being treated at the hospital, where he told them his mother asked him to pick up his brother at 1100 northeast 115th street according to the documents which notes the actual address they were staying at was north um was 1100 northeast 115 terrence okay when he arrived at the house on 115th street ralph said he rang the doorbell and waited while a while before a man eventually opened the door and immediately shot him in the head causing him to fall the document said while the team was still on the ground the man fired again shooting him in the arm ralph told the police ralph said he got up and ran to keep from being shot and he and he heard the man say don't come around here the document says he he then went to multiple nearby homes asking for help and telling people to call the police the boy told Police, he did not pull on the door, according to the probable cause documents. Responding officers also found the front storm door glass at Lester's home broken with blood on the front porch and the doorway, according to the document. The teen had to run to three different homes before someone finally agreed to help him after he was told to lie on the ground with his arms up. Um, a GoFundMe page started with Ralph's uh, states. Uh, a neighbor who asked not to be identified told CNN she called 911 after Ralph came to her door bleeding. Since the shooter location was unknown at the time, she was directed to stay inside her home by the emergency operator for her safety. She said she complied intentionally and then went outside with towels to help suppress the bleeding. This is somebody's child. I had to clean blood off my door, off my railing. That was someone's child's blood. She said, I'm a mom. This is not okay. Yeah, man. I'm not going to read no more of this story, man. You know what I'm saying? Because uh, this wasn't no self-defense in my opinion. And that's my opinion. Um, self-defense. If, if he was scared like he said he was, uh, self-defense will be to shoot once. You know what I'm saying? He shot again. So that right there tells me that it, it, it's not self-defense. You know what I'm saying? You shot through the door. You know what I mean? You shot through the door once, which struck him in, struck him in the head. And then you went outside and if you fear for, my, fear for your life, why did you even open the door the second to open the door to open the door and go outside? If you that scared, you wouldn't open that door. You would shoot, you know what I'm saying, and then call the police. 
you wouldn't shoot, open the doors, and 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 and, and go for the. You know what I'm saying? Like to me, this wasn't self defense. This was some. It, it possibly could have been uh, racially motiv- motivated. You know what I'm saying? He's 84 years old. He's come up in an era where it was like that. You know what I'm saying? All the time. Uh, you know, again, we still dealing with this stuff in America. I mean, we shouldn't be. You know what I'm saying? We shouldn't be. And like I said, people are tired of it. Everybody's tired of it. You know what I mean? Like I said, uh, you know, you've seen everybody marching out there. But I hope the young man gets better. Um, I hope he recovers, you know what I'm saying, with no type of health issues you know no type of mental issues because he was on his, his way to being something great and i hope that this situation don't um health wise you know uh get in the way of his greatness because you know this guy this young man is playing instruments clearing nets you know what i'm saying um you know it's not a lot of a lot of kids doing that today playing instruments and you know getting good grades in school and you know a lot of kids are doing nonsense today and for you to have a young man that bright that that talented that intelligent you know because it takes intelligence to play instruments you know what i'm saying it takes another part of the brain in order to play instruments you know you're using a whole different part of your brain when it comes to learning how to play instruments it takes a, a certain level of um intellect you know what i'm saying to learn how to play an instrument I, I've, I've tried to play instrument instruments is not my thing that's not where my intelligence my inter- intelligence come from playing instruments you know some some kids just have that that god gift of you know you can pick up an instrument and learn it just like that like like prince you know he played all those instruments and all that you know what i'm saying but um like i said man i hope he gets better i'm glad that it could have been another situation where we lost another young life to a senseless, senseless, senseless violence, man. You know what I'm saying? And like I said, I don't think I don't I don't believe at all this was self-defense because you shot through the door and then you opened the door and shot again. You know what I'm saying? If I'm I'm fearing for my life, I'm not gonna open the door. That's me personally. I'm a, sh- you know what I'm saying. If I'm gonna shoot, I'm gonna shoot through the door. If I'm fearing for my life, and you know, call the police. But that's just me, man. Like, you know what I'm saying? That's just me. That's just me. Um, you know, he was going. You know what I mean? That's 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 that's. He was trying to take the young man out, and you know, I'm glad he didn't succeed. I'm glad the young man is out of the hospital and. Now he can heal from it. Hopefully, you know, when something like that happens to you, it's hard to um, get over that mentally. You know what I mean? He's always going to be haunted by that. Now Now that's something that's going to bother him forever. When he just made a, a simple mistake, man, of going to the wrong house, man. And it's, it's terrible. But I also want to talk about this story about the young lady who uh, around the same time that happened. You know what I mean? Um, in upstate New York. Now, is this a coincidence or is it not a coincidence? It's kind of strange to me how this story is identical in a way. You know what I mean? And you know, uh, it's 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 just it's peculiar, peculiar. You know what I mean? So we're gonna get into it, man. A 20-year-old woman was shot and killed after her hus- 
after her friend turned into the wrong driver in upstate New York, officials say. So, a 20-year-old woman was shot and killed Saturday after she and three others accidentally turned into the wrong driveway while looking for a friend's house in a rural part, rural upstate New York, authorities said. Um, the woman, identified as Kaleen, Kaleen Gillis, was a passenger in a vehicle when a man, 65-year-old Kevin Monhanen, fired two shots from his front porch Washington County Sheriff Jeffrey Murphy said in a news conference Monday uh, Black Walsh, Blake Walsh Gillis' boyfriend said he was driving the car the night they drove up the wrong driveway he told NBC Tuesday in a phone interview that he and his late girlfriend and two friends were looking for a party four friends were traveling in another vehicle also went up the wrong driveway so they went up the wrong driveway so this guy decides to uh just start shooting at them for no reason you know you you see this all the time like this is nothing like peculiar or odd you know people drive down the wrong streets all the time so what gives this person the right just to start shooting at people see you guys got to be careful out here today you know what i'm saying we living in different times. We living in stressful times. Like people losing their mind mentally. You know what I'm saying? People are not in the uh, mental mental capacity of sane right now. You know, ever since the whole situation that happened a couple of years with the um, coronavirus and all that, like things are getting real crazy, man. People are losing it. You know what I'm saying? The economy is jacked up here in America. Um, banks are collapsing stores are shutting down like people are starting to lose their mind man you know what i'm saying so people please be careful out there man you know what i'm saying watch your surroundings watch who you hang with um but this is terrible this is terrible another another sad story um so another vehicle also went up the wrong driveway uh we thought we were at the right address watch told nbc we didn't have any cell phone service to figure it out as soon as we figured out that we were at the wrong location we started to leave and that's when everything happened my friend said they're shooting go i tried to try to step on the gas as fast as i could and that's when he the last fatal shot that struck gillis came through washington told nbc i want to believe it wasn't i want to believe it wasn't instant i'm hoping it was I'm praying it was, he said. The sheriff said the shooting happened in a very rural area with dirt roads and poor cell phone service. It's a very rural area with dirt roads. It's easy to get lost. They drove up this driveway for a very short time, realized their mistake, and were leaving when Mr. Mahonian came out and fired two shots, the sheriff said. Monhanan has been charged with second degree murder in connection with her death. Murphy said he was um, arrogant. He was um, arraigned Sunday on the murder charges. His attorney told CNN the bail hearing is pending for Tuesday or Wednesday. The district attorney and defense attorney both said. 
Um, so the, um, the shooting happened just days after a black teenager. Yeah, they talking about the teenager in Kansas City. Um, just two days. Okay, this after uh, happened just. Okay, this happened before that situation. Okay, I thought they happened simultaneously. Okay, so this happened days after, you know what I'm saying, that whole situation in Kansas City with the young man. So, in the case of Andrew... Okay, we read that, Andrew Lloyd. In the New York shooting, both Mahoney and Gillis are white. No one is believed to have exited the car, and there was no interaction between... uh, Mahoney and anyone in the vehicle before the shots were fired. Oh, I know I'm butchering his name. Murphy said there was a clear, clearly no threat from anyone in the vehicle. There was no reason for Mr. Mahoney to feel threatened. Murphy said um, after the, sh- the shots were fired, Gills and the rest of the group drove away for, from the house in the town of Harbon looking for for cell phone service and then call 911. They were found around five miles away from the home in the nearby town of Selenium. And first responders began administering CPR, um, but Gills was pronounced dead on the scene, Murphy said. Another tragic situation that happened in upstate New York, I mean, it's just, um, where do people get off just shooting at people? You know what I'm saying? Um, firearms are supposed to be for you know your protection or if you are someone who um, who likes to shoot um, um, far as like or hunt you know we're not supposed to be hunting each other man you know what I mean we know that's not how firearms work I'm a firearms um, um, I'm a gun owner and you know I have my um, gun license and all that you know what I'm saying so you're supposed to be, um, you know, you're supposed to have a certain amount of respect for your firearms, man. You just can't go around just shooting at people and, you know, innocent people. You know, it has to be a reason. And people, these people are not using their f- firearms what they're supposed to be for. They're supposed to be for self-defense, protection, uh, for, um, you know, if you're into shooting, um, what is it called? Going to the range and... and, and um, sport sport shooting you know what i'm saying it's not to be just shooting at people for no reason and and taking someone's life who don't deserve to be you know you know now if somebody breaking into your house you know what i'm saying and you have no choice but to use lethal force then you know you got to do what you got to do but this is these these are these stories are not the case man you know what i'm saying these are people who you know took it on upon themselves just to uh, fire at people who don't deserve it. You know what I mean? So now, we'll go back to my original point. Like, like I said, guys, you have to be careful today. Like, it's it's it's, it's dangerous. You know, the, the the littlest thing can get your life taken today. That's why you don't start no fights with people. You know what I'm saying? Just leave people alone. Uh, somebody try to start a fight with you. The, the best thing you can do is walk away. You know what I mean? Just walk away. Because the littlest thing could get your life taken today, you know. Years ago, it wasn't like that. Even five years ago, it wasn't like that. Um, now, it's real. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, people are losing their life left and right off the the, the most minute thing. And, you know, you guys got to be careful. You know what I'm saying? Women, 
be careful you know be careful of your surroundings i tell my queen and her daughters this all the time be careful of your surroundings be careful who you hang with you know what i mean because somebody could be plotting and trying to set you up and that's real man know what i mean like people lost their mind here in america right now and you guys gotta be careful man like it's real out here it's real know what i'm saying people think things gonna go back to normal things not going back to normal guys this is the new normal this is the new normal a lot of these people have taken that um that um that that shot and i believe that shot has a lot to do with it and that's just my opinion you know what i'm saying i believe that shot has a lot to do with it. people who took that shot and that's just my opinion you know what i'm saying that's just my opinion Know what I mean? People just dropping dead for no, re- no reason. Know what I'm saying? People ended up in the hospital for no reason. People, people just doing wild stuff like this for ro- no reason. Know what I'm saying? It's just like, you know, like, what the hell's wrong with people today, man? Know what I'm saying? Are we going back in time? Are we going back to the 50s and 60s? Like, what the hell's going on? It's crazy out here, man. It's mad crazy out here. But... Here we go. Another story, man. Crazy messed up story. Ohio boy, 13, died six days after attempting TikTok trend um, um, Benadryl challenge. See, why would you want to do that to yourself? No mother should have to say goodbye to their baby. You know, you guys got to stop doing all these little nonsense stuff on the internet, man. These challenges and these pranks. I see these prank videos, people pranking people. And one time a guy pulled out a, a, a firearm. You know what I'm saying? He put out a firearm on the guy. And, you know, you guys are doing all this just to get attention on the internet. But boy dies 13 after attempting a Benadryl challenge. A 13-year-old boy in Ohio has died after trying the Benadryl challenge. The uh, viral social media trend involves TikTok users taking large amounts of Benadryl and over-the-counter allergy medication to get high. Um, um, Justin Stevens spoke out about the challenge in a um, conversation with ABC, ABC six after his son, Jacob took a part in the trend, causing the teenager to begin seizuring and to be hospitalized on and on the ventilator for six days before his death on Wednesday. Now, why would you do this, man? Why would you sit there? See, parents, man, you got to really be protective of what your kids are doing on this internet today. They're doing these silly little challenges and all that. You know what I mean? Like, this internet is very influencing. Like, common sense tell you you shouldn't be doing that. I mean, come on, man. Even even when I was 13, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, you know what I mean? I wouldn't do that. It's just like, come on, man. That's just ridiculous, man. Parents, man. You got to be more um, more proactive when your kids are dealing with this internet. Don't just don't leave them with this internet by themselves. Like you're gonna have to start um, putting per, per, um, per, parental blocks, like what they used to do to cable TV back in the day. They used to have a parental block on your cable box back in the day, so you know your kids couldn't watch certain things on um, cable TV. Well, your parents got to start doing that, man. I start putting some certain type of um, rules or certain, you know what I'm saying? Like young kids are losing their life over the silly little internet stuff, man. And it shouldn't be, man. I mean, so we're going to get on to the next story, man. New report warns about a human 
health risks for PVC pipes used in drinking water systems. Reports from a um, um, reports from a colonization of the U.S. environmental advocacy groups have warned of the health risks of PVC plastics and urged public officials to against using the materials in the community drinking water pipes. PVC is made of vinyl chloride and is the same hazardous material released in the Fury train um, drain um, derailment and derailment that triggered in a public health and environmental crisis in the East um, Palestinian Ohio, uh, also known as the car- carcinogen and acro- um, acro- um, doctrine dispute disruptor. Yes, because the reality is low, low cost PVC. Um, let's go into more of this story, man. In a month or years ahead, this new federal money will be flowing to state that the local government and, and unfortunate that the EPA is not providing any guidance on what is safe substance beyond plastic release. The reports to the along with two others and uh, okay, so I guess that the the water is hazardous in Ohio. And the government is not doing anything about it, I guess. You know what I'm saying? So they're trying to get uh, that plastic removed from their water system. So, you know, you know, the water that we drink today is very toxic and all that. You know what I'm saying? And um, we shouldn't even be drinking that water, actually. It's got so many chemicals and stuff like that. And so me personally, I I um, um I clean my water. I um. Um, I use a purifier, uh, alkaline pitcher, and I use zero 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 pitcher to um, to clean my water. You know what I mean? Because there's so much stuff in that water. You know what I'm saying? So I try my best to drink the cleanest water. Parking garage collapses in New York City, killing killing one person and injuring seven several others. Parking garage collapsed in New York City financial district on Tuesday afternoon. Killing one person and injuring the other person. Uh, firefighters responded, but pulled rescuers out of out because of concerns about the building structure stability. The New York Fire Department said at least five workers were injured, one of whom refused medical attention. Said James Aspiato, the fire department chief of operations. The mayor of Eric Adams said one person was found dead after the first responder arrived. We have firefighters inside the building conducting research. The building was continuing to collapse, as Suarezzo said at a news conference, calling the operation extremely dangerous. The workers inside the building were doing parking garage operations at the time of the collapse, Espiato said. A worker was trapped on the upper floors of the building and called for help, Espiato said. Firefighters assisted him across the roof to another building to safety. Officials believe everyone on the on the um, fourth story building has been accounted for, but the fire department will continue to conduct um, searches to confirm. Authorities use a robotic dog with a camera to um, stream video from within the building. Robotic dog <laughs> in the building as. Conditions were too unstable for the first responder to go inside. So, I'm glad most of those people made it out. 
that situation. You know what I mean? And um, RIP to that person who lost their life in that building collapse, man. You know what I'm saying? Like I say, man, you know, you just don't know when you're going to leave here, man. You know what I mean? You just don't know, man. That's why I say take, stop wasting time, guys, man. Stop wasting your time with nonsense, foolishness. You know what I mean? Take your energy and time and put it into something positive. You know what I'm saying? Put it into something that's going to help you grow spiritually, mentally, physically. You know what I mean? Don't waste too much time on nonsense. And too much, too many times people waste a lot of time with nonsense. You know what I'm saying? A chaos. They got a lot of chaos in their life. Don't do that, man. Take every day like it's your last and, 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 and appreciate it. Every day you wake up, appreciate waking up because you can go to sleep and not wake up. You can have an underlying health condition you don't even know about. Know what I mean, and you go to sleep that night and you won't wake up again. So take every day like it's your last. Take every day like it's precious. Every day is precious, man. It is it's a wonderful thing to wake up and, and see the trees and the birds and all that. Know what I mean, and be with loved ones and family and friends you know what i'm saying if your friends and if you got friends and, and you're close or you got family you're close you know what i mean like uh, um appreciate that um so mailings mailman suing ups usps for religious discrimination the court the court supreme court held argument tuesday on tuesday that could define religious liberty fights for years to come gerald goff Groff, a former postal worker, sued the U.S. Postal Service for religious discrimination after resigning in 2019. He claimed that the Postal Service did not accommodate his request to not work on Sunday due to his Christian faith. It's a day we set aside to honor God, to worship God, to come together as believers, not only in church, but after church and fellowship around the table and spread time together, he said. The lower court, however, ruled in the post office favor, citing the Civil Rights Act of 1964, which says businesses must accommodate employees' faith-based requests unless doing so would impose an undue hardship on the business. Mm. Use that the Civil Rights Act of 1964 mm, on them. In 1977, the court ruled in TWA versus Hardison that an undue hardship could mean more than a demonious cost. Groff argues that it is an unfair low benchmark for employers to meet. The Postal Service says Groff's request for the time off on Sunday meant more work for his colleagues and fostered tension at the post office. At the court Tuesday, the conversative majority bench seemed to side with Groff. Um, Justice Neil Grosschuch questioned the application of the language in the TWA versus Hardison ruling. It's been a, a serious misunderstanding, he said. Not all courts, but some courts have taken this diminuous language and run with it and says anything more than a trifling will get the employer out of any concerns here and the that's wrong and we all agree that's wrong we can't we why can't we just say that and be done with it while the court seemed to favor golf's argument 
we aren't likely to know the outcome of the case until the courts release a majority of its opinions on in July. So, yeah, man, I hope that everything works out for that guy. You know what I'm saying? Um, me personally, I think that, I mean, he has every right to try to request uh, that day off if that's, you know, his belief, um, you know, but, you know, you can always change jobs too. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can always change jobs. Like, that's not something that uh, can't be changed. If you, if the situation don't work out for you and you can't get what you want, then change situations. I mean, that's not that's not really on the company. I see where he's going with that, but you know, you can always uh, quit the job and and you know, but you know, postal work that comes with benefits and all that. He probably didn't want to lose his benefits. You know what I'm saying? So, but uh, I hope it works out for him, man. You know what I mean? So we going on to the next one, man. In a text message, officer allegedly brags about kicking murder suspect in the head. Mm. See what I'm saying about this police, man? California police officer allegedly bolstered in numerous text messages about his violent use of force during an arrest two years ago in the state in the state's Bay Area, according to records obtained by prosecutors. The officer, Eric Romborough, Rome is one of the several from the region attached police department who are implicated in a Texan scandal that stems from a joint inve- investigation into alleged systematic misconduct, use of a f- use of force and moral interpretude while on duty at that led by the FBI and the Contra Costa County District Attorney's Office. The nearby Pittsburgh uh, police department also involved in the probe, which uncovered racist and, and otherwise controversial correspondence between officers, including text messages, images, and the district attorney's office has called hurtful, offensive, and inflammatory. Um, the text message allegedly sent and recovered by Rome, Romboro, uh, well as well as anti-chucked police officer Brock Mark Chodic and Timothy Menley Williams and Scott Durak. I'm chopping these names off. Durak, in addition to one other unidentified person, appeared in a second, second and most recent round of uh, redacted um, converse correspondence released by the Contra Costa County District Attorney in a report this week. The messages were exchanged as Anchach police officers along with American Cannon police and the Napa County Sheriff's SWAT team initiated the arrest of Terrence Plug and um, Armorian Plowak and two parolees who were at large and hiding in America Canyon apartment complex in the spring of 2021. These arrests came as a part of an operation on Windstar, a large-scale police crackdown on gun violence linked to gang activities across the Bay Area, which began after a shooting in Oakland in January 2020, and untimely ultimately led to the arrest of 48 gang members and associates in April 15, 2021, for various 
Charges include murder, attempted murder, and illegal weapons. When authorities closed in on the apartment complex in America, Canyon, um, Canyon, um, um, Amaranti Puit was taken into custody inside of the apartment while Tarian Puit attempted to flee to a waiting vehicle. CBS Bay Area reported the text messages include the latest investigative reports made to public this week pertaining to Tarian Puet and the arrest in a backyard after his attempt to flee. Um, so it goes on and on, but I guess that uh, the text messages the officer allegedly bragged about kicking a murder suspect in the head. So yeah, officers bragging about you know doing what they do, you know, taking their authority and abusing it, and um, they got caught. You know what I'm saying? So I hope that you know whatever needs to happen to them needs to happen to them. You know what I'm saying? Um, Tyler squeezed through the White House fence prompting security service response secret service spokesman anthony um Gillinium said officers in, in count, encountered a curious young visitor along the white house north fence line who briefly entered the white house grounds a little kid man <laughs> a tiny toddler squeezed through the fence of the white house on tuesday prompting secret service to respond to the um intrusion Secret Service spokesman Anthony, I'm just going to say Anthony, said that in a statement to the Associated Press, the officers in, encountered a curious young visitor along the White House North Fence line who briefly entered the White House grounds. The White House security system instantly triggered the security, the White, the White House security system instantly triggered Secret Service officers and the toddler and the parents were quickly reunited, um, Anthony said. So a little guy, he got across the uh, White House fence. You know what I'm saying? Um, how was it so easy for someone to get across that fence so easily? Like, uh, I know it's a little kid doing it, but wow. Even for someone to get across it, that's crazy to me. You know, you know what I'm saying? You would think that they would have like higher security than that. You know what I'm saying? Even though they came promptly, you know, um, but... Uh, you know, I thought it would be more of a, a heightened security than that. You know, being the fact that it is the the White House. You know what I'm saying? So um, that's crazy, man. That's crazy. It could have been. It could have been a bad situation. You know, it could have been a bad situation if they didn't have you know the fortitude to just to wait. And you know, they could have with the what's going on with people and just want to just take firearms out and, and just start shooting like crazy that could that could have been a situation like that you know what i'm saying so i'm glad that little kid didn't get hurt um but last story man mama's son wins a hundred thousand lottery prize in three times with the same numbers we just laughed and cried and hugged um this within weeks trish trisha johnson won the massachusetts state lottery twice and her son john one once with the same lucky numbers cape cod based mother and son have hit a it hit a big 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 in massachusetts state lottery winning a hundred thousand prize three times between them using the same set of <laughs> um numbers uh, trisha johnson 59 a waitress in fellmouth um first tried her lucky 
her luck on March 22nd after clocking out of her shift at Papa Jake's local sports bar. She played her usual Quinton numbers um, per um, per. I thought someone was messing with me. She told CBS Boston of the of the moment when she realized she actually won the hundred thousand in, in the game prize uh, on April 10th. Johnson, who was also works as a school bus driver, decided to try her hand again and play the same numbers. And lo and behold, they hit again. It's like lightning strike twice, she said, um, per CBS Boston. I woke my husband up and made him confirm that I was really looking at what I was looking at, she recalled to WBZ. The same day, it was her son John's turn when he tried his hand at his mom's lucky Kinto numbers. He too won 100000 and promptly bought himself a new Jeep, according to WBZ TV. Uh, the odds, the game odds of matching all 10 numbers in the game are about 1 in 8,900,011, blah, 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 according to the Massachusetts Lottery. Um, Johnson, whose husband is dis- disabled, she's, and she and her son just laughed and cried and hugged after the momentous triple win. And she told CBS boss that she will use her money to help cover some of her family's bills. That is where she messed up. You dig what I'm saying? Uh, see, people don't know how to use money, man. <laughs> you know what I mean? As soon as he won the bread, he bought himself a Jeep, which is cool. You know what I'm saying? But if I would have, if I would have won that type of bread, I would be thinking, like, all right, how can I make more of this? You know, you know what I'm saying? Like the first thing she want to do is take the bread and blow it on her whole family's bills. Like, know what I mean? Like me, I would have took the bread and say, all right, I need to, I need to figure out a game plan how I can build this to more money. You know what I'm saying? Or generational wealth, because all you need is about fifty to hundred thousand dollars to get some generational wealth started. Know what I mean? But that's a whole nother episode, podcast episode. But yo, that's all I have to say in this podcast episode. I know I kind of went over what I usually do. You know what I'm saying? Um, but that's my take, guys. Thank everybody. I would like to thank everybody for tuning in. Know what I mean? Thank you for tuning in. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Please share this podcast episode with everybody. Know what I'm saying? And that will help my podcast grow, man. Because I'm trying to be colossal. Know what I'm saying? Like the Empire State Building, you heard? But that's my take. I'm your gracious host, Jupiter9. And I just want to say peace and love to everybody, baby. I'm out, baby. I'm out. I'm out, baby. Take care. Peace.